Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilly Magin Tea Podcast. You're here with the Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bali has a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Race. UK versus the World 2 Electric Boogaloo. So let's raise a glass or a bottle. and start spilling. GNT podcast. Everyone, welcome back to the RuPaul's Drag Race live review. Why is it live? Because we don't want our opinions spoiled or people to infiltrate their Tainted, wrong thoughts. Diluted. Yes. Yes. Their wrong thoughts. Their wrong thoughts. Because I was a uniquely correct. Yeah. Now, Paolo, yesterday was your birthday. I am. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. I was, I was very spoiled. I was a spoiled boy. You're an old boy now, aren't you? Thank you. <laughs> um, let's go to ageism, that conversation, yeah? Let's, let's, take, let's take it right back to there. Let's take it right back to Candy Ho and Tempest du Jour. Yes. <laughs> how old the first thing she says to Tempest is how old are you how old are you really how rude I love it like you don't there's not a certain age where you stop dreaming I remember him saying that yeah like, yeah you go yeah, Tempest yeah. You, you say it to the camera and not yeah. to her yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but there's also the ages in that we saw in um, Down Under with uh, Minnie Cooper and Minnie all of the young queens battled against it didn't she yeah really stood up for herself and we saw the queens like Spanky being like and, and Queen being like she's she's a legend of the community you need to respect her name Mm, exactly, mm. and now we have it um, here <laughs> today in the studio. Um, is it possible for me to be ageist against you when I'm older? Yes. Is it okay? There because we go. Because it's all about how I experience. That makes sense. The hate that you come through at me, <laughs> the bile that I spew towards you, the venom that I spit. No, it's everyone. It's a live review podcast. We watch it in segments, and then we just conversate really <laughs> about what we see, what we think, what we feel, mm-hmm. and if there are any things that are, you know, kind of skew towards a, a performance mm-hmm. or a um, if Tom sees anything that he it's wants dynamics, to talk about, dynamical factors, you know. Yeah, then we, then we bring it up. Then we bring mm-hmm. it up, and um, we kind of give our you know professional background. Professional, into there. but, it's but first, boy. first and foremost, we are super fans. We acknowledge that these queens are amazing. They're talented. We could never do what they do. You could never do. <laughs> so don't don't excuse you. Excuse your don't mouth. lump us yeah. together. <laughs> you are not on my level. You will never be on my level. I understand, I understand, and you, you're right to put me in my place. Thank you, Naomi. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, yes, my birthday just happened. I'm older, wiser, and if, if anything, Tom, I just think that we get more and more delicious mm. as we grow up. Aging like fine mm. wine. I may be 36, but I taste 18. <laughs> that was hell of a day. Hell of a day. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. you go, see, <laughs> see? Just, people, people need to know that we know, that we know. I know you know we know about Drag Race. We are super fans and we just we just love the show. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate everything these girls go through to we give us this entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh anything else? Tom, can we just quickly before we watch the episode, let's mm-hmm. just have a quick look at where we're at with In terms Drag of Race. who's topped, who's bottomed yeah. where we're at. So uh the the clear front run at the moment is La Grande Dame because she's been in the top two both weeks and won a lip sync last week. Yes. Um, Keita Minaj and Marina Summers are hot on her heels, having been in, 
Oh no, actually, Marina won her lip sync, didn't she? So she's ahead of Kita, and Kita's been in the top two, but not won a lip sync. Um, girls who've been in the bottom include um, Tritha May and the sadly departed Arancha Castilla Mancha. It's like, yeah, she's you, not dead. Sorry, she's yeah, not dead. She, she, um, like, she's still with um, us, like in spirit. Um, and who? Is, oh, Mayhem and Gothy were in the bottom two. I am the course. queen, <laughs> queen of the party. <laughs> um, so I guess you could say that Gothy and Shreetha are our girls who've been in in the bottom both, so far. Both in the UK. Although Shreetha did get praised and was in the top three in the first episode. Um, and who is in the top three? Oh, Marina again. Eliminations were said goodbye to Mayhem Miller from the USA. And I think it's really important that mm-hmm. we do say the countries because this is an international um, competition. It is. And then we've said goodbye to Arancha from España. Yeah, yeah. Which means that we no longer have a España representative. And the weight of expectation from the United States of America rests on Scarlet Envy's shoulders. Can we talk about Scarlet quickly? Yeah, there's probably a few things to pick up on, isn't there? Um, so... In Untucked last week, um, Scarlet was annoyed. She was very, very annoyed. And I think it was the eternal Scarlet Envy ball curse. Her her, her balls are cursed. Let's, let's just put it that way. Her <laughs> balls are cursed. <laughs> and um, I, I think she was... I really get why she was annoyed because she made one of the most beautiful looks. I think what let her down was her first look. That um, kind of the armoured look that Kita just had a superior version of, unfortunately. So I get why she was annoyed, but I also get why she didn't make it into the top three, much as I loved her final look. What did you think about Scarlett's kind of demeanour attitude? It's more her, yeah, her demeanour. Mm-hmm. I is it. Sometimes I feel like in the international seasons, and mm-hmm. I don't have much to go off on, but um, for the international seasons, from what I've seen so far, correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't ha- if you don't share these feelings, mm-hmm. that the American queens feel that they're almost too cool for school. I see where you're coming from. Um, I guess, like, whichever way you slice the onion, the US seasons are the flagship, um, that branch of the franchise set off this whole phenomenon so i could see them if they've emerged from that particular branch kind of having a little bit of a sense of superiority maybe yeah i i I sense i kind of feel that that's how they Mm. come into the show almost as if doing us a favor well i do i think though you know imagine coming in with that kind of expectation if you like and meeting this amazingly talented bunch from all around the world and just being like Oh, okay. We're not top dog here. I mean, I mean, rightfully so for them to, you know, come from the flagship, as mm-hmm. you said, and then you know, coming to, coming to something quite. It is. It's smaller. It is smaller. Yeah. Um, but look around. You you feel your feelings, mm-hmm. feel your superiority, and then wake up and see Marina Summers, and then wake <laughs> up and see Legrand, and then wake up and see Hannah and Keita Minaj. And Keita Minaj. Yeah. Like. Feel it, and now now get rid of it because you're up you're up against some titans. You need yeah. She needs to focus if she's gonna you know go toe to toe with these girls. Exactly, and yeah. she's almost Morgan McMichael McMichaeling herself. Well, she did, didn't she? And I, I think what this was, it, it was just her really over it attitude, and I think it led to her. 
I don't know what her intent, whether she was speaking without care or maybe it was just like, do you know what? I'm hurt. So I'm going to kind of say something that could feel a little hurtful to others. And it's going to be like, yeah, I'm I'm going to sort of take down the competition when I get the first chance. Mm. Or if she was trying to assert some dominance and being like, be try and be the top dog in that situation, just be a bit of a badass. I don't think that, I don't think that can be it because... Y- you can't have that power if you don't have a win, regardless of where you come from. But you can try. You can try. And I, th- I think internally, Scarlett was very like, I really should have oh, been was, up She there. was just really feeling her feelings. She was. And she, she was. just and kind of looked over it. She kind of looked over it. And then, oh, the thing is, you know, we was rooting for you. We are all rooting for you. Mm-hmm. But I just sense that Scarlett is just meh. Do you know what? About she's, everything. She's perfectly entitled to and her I wonder, feelings in this I situation. And I wonder if she is just, you know... Uh, Go on. What's on the tip she's of She's coming off a little too aware. Oh, of the cameras? Of, of the production of creating a television show. Well, Scarlett... I, I really, really like Scarlett Envy. I think she's a fab drag queen. She's always come off a little produced... And that's actually kind of what got her sent home on All Star Six, because in the Pink Table Table Talk, when it was about relaxing and being yourself and having a kiki with oh, the girls, yes, she, was she so came off overly a choreographed, overly yeah. on. Yeah, Scarlett is always on, and I think that's part of what makes her a great queen maybe, as well. Maybe that's just her. No, I don't think we've met the real Scarlett. Oh, or, okay, uh, Michelle. We, we, <laughs> I know, it's a Sorry. sort of cliche, isn't it? But <laughs> I, I think we rarely get a glimpse at the person behind the persona. And that's okay. It's not, you know, it's it's not her duty to let us in mm. if she doesn't feel comfortable with that. And she's there to create TV. But I don't think we've, we've often seen Scarlett. I believe you, but <clears> can <throat> I tell you that the moment of realness mm-hmm. where, where I... If, if she is putting on something, there was a moment where I saw that drop mm-hmm. and it was when Raja was coming for her. Yes. For, for calling her up. She, 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 was, exactly she was a very different queen in that moment. Almost just like, uh, like just she had no no energy to she put felt, into creating mm. something, to creating a, a persona. She was just raw. She was quite defeated in that yeah. moment. I, I really felt for Scarlett in that moment because... Um, She'd done really well and then kind of been underappreciated, underappreciated. And she did kind of deserve her bottom placement, but it was it was hard in that moment. And Raja was so mad at her when she she was like, well, I'm in the bottom two too, girl. Like, please. Everybody <laughs> yeah. said my name. And it's, just, it's almost like, what did you want me to do? Say my own name? And mm. I think Raja was like, yeah, you should have said your own name. Didn't she say, you should have said your own name? I just love Raja. I, I love that sassy Raja. <laughs> I wonder if that moment might have been really you know really quite raw and wounding for Scarlett and she kind of resolved not going to show that side of myself on TV again I right. wonder we also talk about um, how quickly Charitha oh cast gosh. aside the UK alliance in so the liberations funny how quickly she was like so if you're in this position are you going to save your girls what girls no 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 I'm actually Spanish <laughs> I'm an immigrant I have no I have no allegiance I have no allegiance I'm a European <laughs> exactly Brexit, they got rid of us. Why should I have no obligation? I have no loyalty to this group. No, I'm with you. I would push them off the stage myself. You know, I just love love how quickly she was just like done. Gothy who? Tia when? Jumpers how? 
I love I that, that, that thought was cute. And I also think it's really cute how they had their little group meetings to, to discuss what they're doing. Bitch, this ain't a maze. Like this ain't a labyrinth. It's, this is an open space. People can see you with your deliberations. And Tia's the one who's marshalling them and being like, right, who's taking minutes? And, right, and, and Tia's like, what, six foot 20? I know. So she's like a she's, foghorn. She, she, exactly. It's like, room. girl, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just, the cast is great. I'm enjoying them a lot. Oh, They're absolutely. Yeah. I, the cast is great. And mm-hmm. I, I really do hope that more and more people are tuning in um, to yeah. watch these queens because... I just, oh, I'm loving the power that I'm seeing from these international girls. And and I hope that they're being recognized. People need to see, people need to see, like everyone needs to see what the other franchises are giving and what they're producing. Yeah, because it's just, it's, I mean, people should be overwhelmed. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Shall we watch the show? Shall we start the episode? Great. Uh, let's uh, conversate. Let's conversate. Let's talk. Just say talk. So, uh, Miss Kita Minaj chose Teresa's lipstick. Now, I guess there was a little hint at this last time. It's not quite in the same mold as Alaska with, she lent me the very top that I have on my back right now. Uh, but Arancha did provide Kita with a dressmaking pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't. When I look at Charitha and Arancha, there wasn't a huge amount to choose between them last week. Uh, neither of them had an actual win. I guess Charitha had been in the top. Um, so, you know, it's not like it was some big calculated, I'm going to get rid of a power player thing. I don't think. What do you think? I, I agree with what you said. I think it was like, I feel a bit warmer towards Arancha, so I'm going to keep her. Yeah. I think it's really early days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, they they could have gone either way without too much of a repercussion yeah, yeah, for yeah, either. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Charitha will forgive, but she won't forget. Well, you know, you know, you you say, oh, no, I, I get it, girl, but I, I trust and believe. Trust the Duchess when she says, I've tattooed this memory in my mind. When the opportunity arises, you're out. I enjoyed Akita's response. So she was like, you can't be mad, though, because she was your friend. Oh, and I would have right? kept your friend. She's gaslighting you, Duncan. Harrison. She's gaslighting you. Harrison, how can I be gaslighting you when you're gaslighting me? <laughs> that was such a good... I was like, wow. Oh, my gosh. Red flag. Good comeback. Red flag. Oh, being a can you be in a relationship with someone like that? You can't be angry with me because actually this was your best friend. So which is it? Key to the master manipulator. Yeah. Which is it? Are you angry or are you sad? Because I'm because you need you to crying? choose one right now and I hope you choose the right one. <laughs> Miss Scarlet doubling down, girl. You do you, yeah. Miss Scarlet. I'm loving you. You do you. She's giving us some. It's always really good when somebody. Now it's actually. And we've talked about this before in All-Star seasons when there's any kind of um, voting situation that the girls engage in. If you start uh, dissenting from the way the group are thinking, you mark yourself out and you do become a target. Oh, yes. Regardless regardless of alliances and stuff. So it's it's very, very brave. Very brave. But I do generally think she was speaking in frustration and anger. She was like, well, what have I got to lose now? Um, 
Le Grand Dame was just very calmly telling her as well, though, isn't she? Um, I think you're showing your your insecurity. Actually, I really love Le Grand Dame's tone. Like everything is just so calm, so and because direct. she because she's so tall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she looks down. Like she's also the words are impactful, mm-hmm. but then also like when you're towering over someone and you're mm-hmm. looking up at them and they're telling you you're insecure. Yeah. It's you're insecure times ten. It's just like it's, 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 there's a scene in The Little Mermaid mm-hmm. right at the end where Ursula creates this whirlpool uh-huh, uh-huh. and Ariel is in the bottom of the whirlpool <laughs> looking up at this it's humongous Ursula, and I feel like she's like she's like you are so insecure. Beam, beam. Like, Poor Scarlet, like, not at the bottom of the whirlpool. Scarlet's looking up because Scarlet's so, already tall though. I know, I know, but this. Is a, she is a giant of a queen She's out a giant of a grand, lady. Um, She's a big cupboard of a lady. Um, but uh, everything sounds better in a French accent as well. Just one thing with these girls, like just huge, huge respect for um, just how amazing their communication is in English. And they, I do think they deserve like this extra layer of respect for any queen who we've seen it many times in many seasons you know queens for whom spanish is their first language for example but it's such an extra challenge for them to communicate in a setting express humor and all these different things via their second language but they're, they're doing it amazingly I mean, oh gosh. Just huge respect. How many examples can I throw at you? There's a very lovely scene in Modern Family. <laughs> yes, um, yes, I know Sophia what you're going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously people get lost in her accent. And uh, there's an episode where she's trying to get uh, her child to learn um, to speak Spanish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to learn it. And then it comes to a climax of a moment where she kind of just breaks down and says, well, do you know how hard it is for me mm-hmm. to have to speak in your language? Do you even know how funny I am in Spanish? I know. Yeah, no, it's a really don't. good line. And that's a very good line. Yeah. That's, that's, for me, that's just, oh. And it's also like Nikki Dole didn't shine for me until she became a judge because she's speaking in her own language. And it's just like the difference mm-hmm. of, you know, she, she, she was a this... She became this powerhouse queen. She has become one of the most beloved queens queen. and judges. I mean, because yeah. it's like she was, you have to remember, she was doing mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race, was it season 10, season 12? 12. 12. Yeah. And, it, and not her first language. Brooklyn and, Heights as well. Mm, yeah. Is, Having to speak American instead of Canadian. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, that is just... A giant leaps. That, that, that you're going from Tagalog <laughs> to just Mandarin there. Uh, yeah, it is just world different. <laughs> but, um, th- I mean, th- I'm just so impressed because obviously, I guess I'm sort of bilingual, but my Welsh is quite rusty and not that useful on an international level, actually. <laughs> You're bilingual. Well, yeah, my first. Yeah, well, yeah, English is my second language mm-hmm. as well, but it's become my more dominant language. My first is um, Samoan, mm-hmm. which is you know, if everyone wants to know, just listen to the soundtrack of Moana. You'll hear the the songs of my people and some mm. of them. Thank you. There we go. There we go. Thank you. I can't claim English is my second language, but I did speak a lot more Welsh when I was little. It couldn't be about me, could it? No, you had to throw in your yeah. little story there. Yeah, yeah. Tom, let's keep going. So they have to, this is, this is the maxi challenge this week. They have to create their own attraction in a new immersive experience called Drag Race World. And each team are going to uh-huh. produce and star in a video that sells their unique experiences. Now, the teams are Kita, Tia, and Marina. 
mm-hmm. Charitha, Scarlet, and Gothi, and then Team Three is La Grande, Dame, Hannah, and Jambas. So it's it's a branding challenge, but Golden Rule make crew laugh. Yeah. So girls with stronger brands or a stronger sense of their own brand, and girls who are funny and not just funny acting can write funny as well. Uh, will all be at an advantage. Should we just cast our minds back for just a second to see which girls have done something similar? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Hannah is is a, a real advantage here, I think, because she won the... Um, it was like a regional tourist... Promote, uh, promote where you're from, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'd had Middle Perth, didn't she? Yeah. And she did really, really well. She was excellent. It was actually a really good episode because there were good um, good ones from Spanky and other queens as well. But Hannah really stood out. And this is the kind of thing where she shines. Mm. Um, Le Grand Dame did do a perfume advert in right. uh, the first season of Drag Race France. I think she was safe. I think she like did a good enough job. Um, do you remember on Drag Race Holland, did Keita do anything like this? I don't recall her doing anything like this. I mean, I'm old now. Yeah, you are. You are. So, you know, your cognitive abilities, they've it's not a lot there. to be desired, unfortunately. It's not there anymore. But, um, I don't think that she did have some acting charge. She won that coffee made, coffee made, coffee made. Uh, some, there was like a breakfast thing, uh, but there were no charges. Like, now, Scarlet. Obviously, Scarlett's been on a couple of different seasons. I think she did something quite similar to this with, well, in the sense it was an advert, it was branding. The um, Exorcisters thing with Eureka was like Reagan from The Exorcist and um, Kylie Sonique and Scarlett were like exercising her. Do you remember? Mm. So she ha- and so she has done something like this. I think she was safe, um, but she has been good in other comedy challenges, but where the script has been written for her, she won that that challenge didn't she in, in season 11 um as, as usual gothi kendall there is no evidence i'm afraid there is no evidence she's oh, a wild she's card. just happy to be there <laughs> i know i she love is, her every time she's on the screen she's yeah. like oh so there's a new day i'm not done this. she's just such a an, an ambitious excited enthusiastic um, absolutely yeah. it's just it's quite adorable she is adorable um a Charitha's traumatized by Draglaxa. And and that trauma is real. That trauma is real. And deserved. Yeah, the poor thing needs some therapy to work through that because we can see her response they, when Rue mentioned a They got screen. a growling. They got a growling. Rue was they, mean. They, it was unnecessary. It was such like needless drama. She could have given the win to somebody. You know what? She didn't have a coffee in the mother that, that season. I, th- I think that whole season she was on something, that double elimination. Mm-hmm. The, the It was just weird. It was the, weird. The way she was magnetically drawn to Scarlet Harlot I just and everything she it. did. Even Michelle, Michelle, the queen of, you know, picking out things that you know, she kind of was a hypocrite, really, mm-hmm. with the performance of Macaulay Culkin in the Snatch Game. She goes, oh, I love it. But then she usually reads people to filth yep. where they, they rely on their crutch. For example, that raven. <gasps> oh, I know. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. what is it going to be, Michelle? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, make up your mind, Michelle. Everyone was, the judging was a bit off that whole season. It really was. And the rest of our girls, um, Marina, uh, Tia, Jombers, haven't really done anything like this, but have, have done some version of comedy, but not quite like this. Anybody that going into this that you are particularly worried about? 
Mm, no, because I think they're all amazing and yeah. talented queens who know how to apply Adaptable. themselves in the moment. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm going to send them into this with all my love and support. <laughs> and when I see what they produce, <laughs> then I will tell you what I think and feel. Wow. But I want I want them to do their best. I appreciate you're not weighing them down with your expectations. Thank you. Yeah. The, the key thing is branding. Because it's, uh, branding is your identity. It's 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 what makes you memorable, There's you know. Some, yeah, there are some queens here with some really clear brands. I would say Le Grand Dame, definitely. Oh yes, you know the the fashion girl who's not afraid to be goofy, Hannah. You know the sort of lovable cackling down and uh, heroine. Marina, her brand for me is like this Filipina like bombshell. Fierce. The, the J-Lo version, you know, she is the, <laughs> the Beyonce. J-Lo of the Philippines. She is the Filipina Beyonce. Mm-hmm. That's what I get from her. Jumpers, I think, kind of attached some branding that she didn't previously have um, following the feedback in season four. Rue really pushed the Irish thing on her. And John Buss is like... She's a pusher, Katie. She's a pusher. She's a pusher. pusher. And I think John Buss is like, okay, well, do you know what? I'm a smart girl. I'm going to take this feedback if it gets me through the competition. And she embraced it. During the walkthrough, I have to say this, during the walkthrough, I need you to to tell me what you think. But Mm -hmm. John Buss is just so on. She is on. Like, it's borderline Laganja. <laughs> like, it's just like, you know, everyone's just chatting, you know, and you want to impress her, but everyone just shout, this is my idea, this is what I'm going to do. Ha 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 ha. Hannah being a loud queen as well is still herself without being over. But Jomba's is just like, you know, I'm this, and I'm this, we're just a party party. It's just like, <laughs> girl, like, he's right there. <laughs> this is, shout. Yeah, this is, this is a conversation. Like, In- indoor voice, you indoor voice yeah, Jomba's. You, you can do that. Like when you're out there, I guess. Or but this is this is, this is uh, I, was, I it was a bit on. It was a bit too on for bless, me. Bless like, her. I think she just gets really excited when she talks to Rue. I think she is really keen for Rue's approval, and who wouldn't be? And I I think it it makes her kind of like kick things up a notch. I do see what you're seeing, but I think it comes from a place of vulnerability and just really wanting Rue's approval. Well, it makes her seem not very self-assured. I don't think she is very self-assured in this competition, bless her. I think John Buzz has, has come in, and she is a lovely queen with so many talents, and she's so like watchable and enjoyable. Um. I think on her original run, she did do really well, but she didn't come away with any wins, did she? I think she's come onto this, like, really keen to showcase herself. Like, Jomba's 2.0 with, like, an upgraded wardrobe, especially because she, you know, marketed herself as a fashion queen. And I think this all really means a lot to her. But, like we were talking about with Scarlett earlier, I think she's come here and she's seen, like, oh, my goodness, these international queens are really, really fierce and they're really bringing it and Rue is already loving them. Like... I, I don't think she does feel very secure in the competition. I don't blame her. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's not just me. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Um, right off the bat, it seems to me that the winning team would be La Grande Dame, Hannah and Jombas, just because they've got three performers. They've got three mm. entertainers. Hannah, amazing. We know that. Mm-hmm. Jombas puts it on. As we, she knows how to please Rue. Yep. She definitely does. And the Grand Dama just, for me, from what I've seen so far, is just consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, 
I believe you know when you told me that La Grandam in her own season was just very high, safe, just very she good. She was. Yeah, she was like winning or high most weeks. And, and she's doing the same here. Yeah. She's got this. You know what? She's so... The word is cool. She's There's something cool. about La Grandam that is just cool. Just like self-assured in a way that lacks arrogance. Yeah. Just like she knows what she does. She doesn't need to brag about it. Um, and she is incredibly cool, isn't she? And I love it when someone who is, you know, conventionally very attractive mm-hmm. doesn't mind looking stupid and ugly. I guess I can relate to that. Um, so maybe that's why. So maybe that's why me and Legrand, you know, we're just really tight, we're just really close. You're one of those beauty queens <laughs> who's not afraid to get a little goofy. I'm one of those those really hot people that don't really know that they're really hot. <laughs> what am I like? What am I like? What are you like? Okay, <sighs> let's let's get back to this. Come on, focus, focus. And we're back in the room and let's go. The team that's kind of surprising me with their level of organization and focus is Scarlett's team. And Scarlett's being a great leader, I think. Turns out she's got a degree in advertising. That is helpful here. She said the best thing ever. She goes, I have a degree in advertising design, (laughs) but I'm going to keep it to myself. Amen. Yeah. That's And and I've said this time and time again. If I ever was to go on Drag Race, I will tell people I've got no dance background. I don't Pulling know. How did I, oh, I've got two left feet. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to hold a tune. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will. I will not let anyone know. And then when it comes, I'm gonna just like, bam. Be nymphia wind. You know, have the CV where you've worked in a K-pop band and you've worked as a seamstress <laughs> and you collect Brett's dolls and you yeah you, and you do all this and you've like have the perfect skill set for every challenge, but just don't tell anybody. And pretend that you can't do anything. Um, she has just told a producer what she does. <laughs> it's definitely going to make its way back to Rue. Um, no, Scarlett's doing great. I like she's being like really focused. She's supporting her teammates. Gothy's just so happy to be there. I just love her. She's just like got this enthusiasm. She's like, yeah, I'm going to give this my best shot. Yeah. Woo! Another week on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at me, man. Look at me. <laughs> Um, Come on, it's all about me. <laughs> and Charitha's a funny girl. Um, Charitha makes me laugh really frequently. And sure, nobody got a win for that drag laxa challenge. She's still good at things like this. Mm. So I, I think I think there's there's you know I've got a good feeling for them actually. Um, <laughs> the team who is just not gelling is Tia, Kita, and um, Marina. I wonder if. Because English being their second language, I wonder if they don't really fully... Oh, that sounds patronising, actually. I was going to say that they don't understand what their challenges, what they want, or what, what the challenge expectations are. It, it, uh, well, you got to wonder, because it takes another layer of explanation from Rue to kind of tell them in the in the walkthrough. I will say I wasn't very clear on what it was at the beginning. So I'm not even sure it's a language barrier. I think it's a poorly explained challenge. Well, yeah. <laughs> we were well, sitting here going, what's yeah. the challenge again? Yeah, we we did pause it quickly yeah. and go, so so this is what they say it is. Um for me, it's for me what I'm getting is create your own attraction, it's drag race world, make it immersive. And I just think that the easiest thing to do would be to create a you know an immersive experience where you're on drag race where they get to participate Mm -hmm. in a mini challenge for example the reading challenge or everybody loves puppets i think it's so 
very drag race. That's a great idea. And Pick the, the iconography, yeah. the things that people would love to do. And, I think that's a great idea. And then another one, they can, or they can do, you know, um, half an hour on the Snatch game. Or a makeover. You know, or, or a makeover. Mm-hmm. Walk the runway and then oh. lip sync for your life. These are the things. There we go. The, these are the things that would sell people would want to do that and like you would know exactly how to sell this you're on the show you've been on before coffee kind of um but you've not been on the show before so you know how to sell that <laughs> visa decline you are the winner of this week's challenge <laughs> congratulations uh i think one thing that's really st- i think you've got it right i think you you clearly excel this challenge what what i think is they're struggling with in that team is wildly different interpretations of humor. Keita, I do recall from Holland season two, she's like an off the wall zany kind of girl when it comes to her humor. She's not like a joke teller. She's expressive. She's energetic. She does zany things. That's her humor. Tia has a very conventionally kind of witty British um, sense of humor that the, the, I really don't think they're seeing each other's viewpoints very well at all. And then Marina's kind of in the middle there somewhere. Marina is a funny girl. They, do you know what I was thinking? They didn't have really many comedy challenges on uh, Philippines season one. Very kind of like fashion, performance, musical, dancing, those sorts of things. Maybe just indicative of the, the drag. Filipina drag, yeah. really. Um, but she did win the Miss Shutaka um, pageant and you had to be funny in that really to win. So she has got it in her. Okay, we've just seen the first one. We're on the Maxi stage now. We've yep. just seen the first advert and it was from Team Tia Coffee, Keita well, Minaj yeah, and yeah. Marina. And um, they were doing drag around the world, basically. Yes. Can you tell me what your thoughts were? Was it clear that you follow... There was a storyline. There was a storyline. So they got the the brick crew, brick crew, brick crew guy, and gave him a series of experiences by flying him around the world and made him ready for the runway. Um, so Keita sort of got him into track in a most novel way. Um, Marina prepped him with walking and performance, and then Tia was basically his therapist and helped him deal with his trauma. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he was ready. He was a glamazon bitch ready to stamp the runway. <laughs> uh, so I, I got the story. I got the story. Uh, who, who stood out here to you as perhaps the most memorable performer or the one that you enjoyed the most? I would say Tia. I thought Tia did a really good job of being Tia, which is what I enjoy about Tia. I think, I think, that's, I think Tia was just Tia. <laughs> which is what I expected and wanted from her. The... um. The dry humor, mm-hmm. the 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 wet humor, the <laughs> British humor, the whole you know it's just she just knows how to talk and mm-hmm. how to be funny quite naturally. I, I just really like good. that. I um, uh, but I also enjoyed Marina. Mm-hmm. You know that one liner. Uh, you got a large package. The <laughs> you know plant rice to learn how to duck walk. I just feel that of all three, Tia had more dialogue. That I think that's Tia, though. She tells jokes. Um, it's what she does. The other two, I think, had more of a physical element. Mm. Um, it felt like three different worlds. 
It did. In it one did. ad, it wasn't really cohesive. You could say that. We're not really mentioned Keita. I personally enjoyed Keita because I was very like, what's going on? I'm not quite sure. I kind of get it. I kind of don't. Like, she kind of found him on the streets of Amsterdam, whisked him away to some sort of attic room, uh, doused him in paint and rolled around a bit. And then all of a sudden he was a glamazon bitch ready to stomp the runway. <laughs> um, yeah. Ketamorphosis. Ketamorphosis. It, was, it, was, it made me chuckle. It was wacko. It was a bit wacko jacko. And I think if people don't if people haven't seen her season, mm-hmm. people wouldn't understand her. Mm-hmm. But um this is very much who Keita is. So if we're talking about branding, I think she was very um, you know, strong on her branding and uh, kind of planting that into her segment. I think that the team did good. I think overall they produced something entertaining. Oh. I think the main criticism is the lack of cohesion. Yeah. There's a storyline and I think they both, all three of them did a good job of showing themselves as drag queens. I think one of the best things that can make any message or any advert or any challenge great is it being very easy to understand and very easy to follow mm-hmm. of which this ad wasn't very easy to follow mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to have to think about what you're selling me you you need a sell because if, if i'm trying to understand the sales it's it's not successful and i felt at times i was like what's 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 happening here what's what's going on and i'm like huh what, what did i just watch there were three such different styles mm. yeah yeah should we so, mention their runways now? yes the category is reveal, reveal yourself. yourself what do you think about the looks well um so marina comes out in a look inspired by a volcano goddess and i just really enjoyed the creativity oh, yes. of like the taking the chunks of of like rock off and the lava off. flows mm. flowing down that was really really cool i loved the way she did that um and then she took off the top layer to reveal like a flowing glittery fiery dress that was very evocative of lava and she looks very beautiful she looks like she stepped out of a pageant um tia was paying tribute to rupaul so the first look was look. I think it was the season nine promo, wasn't it, where she basically ripped off Chichi Devane's? No, sorry, Naomi Smalls' design mm. from uh, the season eight paper ball, uh, and she removed that to reveal a look inspired by the supermodel. Well, let's be honest, we saw that look before she revealed it. She, I think those. <laughs> We, we, yeah, it was a little bit of a giveaway because we could see this, the bright orange straps. Um, so I, I don't know if that was just the way that she was wearing it or what. But there was a, a lovely replica of the supermodel look. And then finally, she revealed to this um, more latter-day Vanity Fair look, which I thought was really cool because we don't often see the side of Tia doing something a bit more sultry, a bit more revealing. And it was really lovely to see her kind of flaunting her figure like this. My and- favourite look is that final one. She was still stoning that in the workroom, we saw. <laughs> but um, she looked gorgeous. So that was really, really lovely. And then Keita, I liked Keita's initial presentation. It was like, I do like her interpretation of fashion. I remember her doing some amazing reveals on Holland season two. Um, there was like a yin yang kind of runway that she did. Uh, anyway, but um, the initial presentation, she's like, um, to me, it looked inspired by Victor and Rolf's um, Surreal Shoulders collection from 2022. Maybe that was a source of inspiration. I don't know. Um, and then she she did the kind of like comedic tie reveal and then re- revealed that into 
a sort of flowing purple nude illusion uh sort of palazzo pants uh jumpsuit really really pretty lovely shades of purple and blue um so yeah gorgeous gorgeous all right, so we just saw the next one, which is the Grand Dame Hannah and Jombers. It's probably something worth mentioning from their recording session that they had real struggles with the timing. Uh, Le Grand Dame seemed to take up over 50%, I don't know, of their time at the beginning. And then Hannah and Jombers uh, filmed in a bit of a rush. Mm. So let's see how or if that impacts on their final performances. But what were your main thoughts? That it was, it was unclear... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it just I, I was like where am I what's going on but I love the energy I love the energy <laughs> yeah I love the energy I love Hannah's energy I could still listen to her cackle yeah forever her parkour I, was very silly and funny I just enjoyed that like what was it just the little dance with the ball exactly Le <laughs> Grand um, does this you know this cool French kind of thing I think I think um you know, we know who Le Grand Dame is at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, for me, I feel like it's a cool dude in drag. He's <laughs> a cool French dude a in cool drag. A cool French yeah. dude in drag. Yeah. And um, I think she's better when she's not trying to be funny. Yeah. I think there are some t- parts yeah. where I, f- I felt like she had written Be Funny. And mm. it, it came across very, like, acting 101. It was amazing that she managed to get Jean-Paul Gaultier and the ghost of Karl Lagerfeld to appear. I mean, the connections this girl has, you mm. know. And Jombers was, you know, Jombers was Jombers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and great energy, good performance. <laughs> but the same note with being funny, it just didn't come as naturally I've been thinking this episode. I've been thinking this episode how much I enjoy her in her confessionals when she's like a bit more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. uh, That's what I would have loved to have seen more. Yeah. I think the I think um, Hannah's energy was great. Did I understand what was going on? No. But I'm just starting to think this is actually a really hard challenge because I'm getting the same vibe from both teams so far. It's really, really hard to make this like cohesive advert when each girl has to brand herself yeah it feels like a bit of an unfair challenge to set to them it's like be yourselves but be one yeah it's it's weird it's weird i don't know if the third group are gonna give me something very general but quite specific (laughs) and give me more but uh, but less i want broad but narrow yeah (laughs) um so yeah overall it's like just i feel quite similarly to the first group like quite challenging to find a cohesive through line however each girl individually uh, did entertain me yeah. um, i'd say a standout here was probably hannah because she's really in her element with this kind of thing um but i did enjoy all three of them it's just a struggle to follow yeah yeah ex- exactly <laughs> i think the challenge is hard it is, um, it is hard. and like, if i had to capture it in an image it would be a scribble <laughs> it's, it's just i don't know what's going on but i'm enjoying what i'm seeing does it make sense to me no not really no no can't can't really follow can't follow <laughs> can we talk about their runway look yes um we start the grand dame this this gown is gorgeous it feels modern it feels sleek there's a nod to schiaparelli um and the reveal it's just uh <laughs> This PP reveal is just filthy and revolting, but very entertaining. I feel uncomfortable looking at her because I hate wet things clinging to me. You know, like if you've been to the gym. Tom, what? like, 
Have you seen the clothes you wear? I talk about wet when things are wet and cold. Okay, because I would say everything clings to you. You buy a size too small. How dare you? Tom, you do. How dare you? How dare me? <laughs> He's wardrobe shaming me. Beast. Uh, beast. How dare you? How dare me? <laughs> um, no, I, I really hate that sense of like wet socks, that kind of thing. I hate it. So I feel physically uncomfortable looking at her. But it's really cool. It's funny. And she just looks like an absolute beauty she queen. She didn't piss herself, did she? That's, there's an effect. Of course she did. She's committed. No, she didn't. She's committed to it. Tom, role. no one's going to piss themselves on. No, just in general. I remember one of her looks, and this is not a fib. One of her looks on um, Drag Race France was like this lubed up latex look. And I distinctly remember her spitting on herself. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine Hannah having to stand next to her this whole time and smell that? This is why Hannah's got that look on her face today. Jesus. Hannah looks super pretty. Um, her, her reveal was very entertaining. I like the idea of a um, the Pope, <laughs> you know, the, the this emblem of kind of conservative Christianity revealing into a fabulous showgirl. So that was quite fun. And she she wears a, a showgirl costume so well. Um, she looks really, really beautiful. Feels like a little nod to her um, construction challenge. Okay. Um, look, because it's like this, this leafy natural material vibe. I thought Jomba's looked really beautiful this week. Um, the... The first dress, the pastel colours were beautiful, but the really striking bit is the reveal to the uh, this chain dress. I love I this is, final look. It's really, really gorgeous. And I, I do I do think... Everything about it. Jombas has brought some really nice pieces, um, fashion-wise. Um, reminds me of a look uh, from The Blondes. Was it last year? Year before? I want to say 23. Um, like, gold chain dress. Uh, just really, really beautiful and well done. Uh, she looks gorgeous. All right, we just saw the last team, Team Scarlet Envy with Sharitha and Gothic Kendall. And this is exactly how it's done. Mm-hmm. This made so much sense. It's like the yes. first two, I was like, oh, what's happening? What's happening over here? From the get-go, Scarlet Envy told us this is what the immersive experience is. Yeah. One, two, three. And then she followed it through into each one. Here, we got the makeup. Here, we got the lip sync. Here, we got Untucked. Mm-hmm. Come to Drag Race World. It was This was just easy to follow. It was just genius. I it, loved it. It's so interesting that you call them Team Scarlet because it's actually Team Charitha. She was the team captain, but Scarlett really took the helm. And I think that shows. I think, again, I, I think she deserves a lot of credit for the cohesiveness, coming up with the kind of menu order at the start, the structure and everything. I, I'm sure was was Scarlett and her degree in advertising paid off, I think. I think she storyboarded this really, really well. Absolutely. And the thing is, as a viewer, you don't like to know. You, you don't like to know. You, you don't like knowing how do I say that? <laughs> I don't like not knowing what's happening. There. There's... She guided us yes, through. Yes, yes, She told us what to expect. Then she took our hand and took us to each step. I thought her persona worked really well for this as well because she, she did take Rue's advice. We were talking earlier about how she does have this slightly affected kind of, ooh, kind of persona, which works for her as an artist. Uh, but it's sometimes a bit of a barrier to getting to know her as a person. But in this um, setting, it was really, really good because she, I did feel like it was a bit of an old school infomercial. Yes. And she was some Hollywood starlet who was taking me through it. I thought she had some of the funniest lines. I enjoyed her lip syncing bit. Um, 
<laughs> she, she was just silly and she was fun. I really enjoyed Scarlett in this. Um, what do you think of Gothy? I think Gothy was cute. She Gothy was, was cute. cute. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say about Gothy. Like, she utilized one of her like iconic moments, I guess, and she did it really, really well. She did. I, I thought I saw her doing her best, and I enjoy her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and Charitha, what about Charitha? Charitha was great. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to hell. I mean, untucked and set <laughs> of a drag queen. Great acting. Great yeah. confidence behind the camera. This is what Charitha does really her character. well. When she can project her fun personality, yes, this works really well. So. I th- think we have our we winning have a winner. team the winning this was easy the winning team was the only team that really nailed the challenge do you think it's scarlet and charitha as the winners yes because we've got to have two people winning they might judge in teams we'll see let's talk about the runways scarlet looks really pretty uh she revealed from a white coat into a really pretty kind of floral stoned dress i would say compared to many of the other girls even though she looks really really gorgeous maybe a bit less concept she does this co- constitute a reveal as much as coco's did that time when she came back on all stars 2 and took her coat off <laughs> and mm. everyone's like oh, okay she just took her coat off it, it lacks concept but she looks pretty you know yeah. who was the other one that just took off a jacket and that was the reveal it was coco oh no tatiana no, no someone, not tatiana actually someone else did it on the extra runway uh pass okay pass um charitha i'm loving this so she comes out as marge simpson but specifically the episode of the simpsons where marge gets that knockoff chanel oh my god suit. you're not right. knockoff sorry a real chanel suit from the and Og- she wears it yes. oh my god i love that episode from the ogdenville outlet mall i i think i had that on tape on vhs god how old am i um and actually i think the reveals are quite show accurate because if you remember in that episode because Marge is going to the golf club and trying to curry favour, she had to alter the um, suit every time she went. So they thought it was a new suit, but she didn't have the money to buy a new suit. So when she takes off, she made it sleeveless and she made it into a cocktail dress. And I think Charitha's reveals reflect that. And it's That's super amazing. duper clever and oh, referential. I love that. I love that. This is really, really good. And I enjoyed it so much. And down to the burlesque reveal as well. Gothy's really cute. I do think Gothy's fashion this season has been really gorgeous. I think she's presented herself beautifully on the runway. I still want to see that confidence come out in her runway walk. Um, but she performed this in a really cute way. Um, so she comes out, she came out in a very much like a 60s baby doll silhouette, a little bit fembot from, from Austin Powers, little pill lady bunny, as they point out, um, reveal into this quilted um, sleeveless dress. And then this really cool um, uh, sort of plastic molded bodice underneath, very Isimiaki, uh, but with these comedic um, baby bustier. Um, so this is fun. It was silly, but the looks themselves were chic. I love this sort of quilted pink fabric. She looks really, really gorgeous. Um, the winners this week are definitely going to be Truth and Main, Scarlet. Hands down, there's no one else. You know, if we just think of the standouts from the other groups, do you think that Tia or Hannah could vie for the top spot or do you think they'll be high? They'll be high, but they know because as well as individual performances, the performance in the group mm-hmm. overall needs to be taken into account. Yes. And I, I just think that Scarlett's a shoe in for a, t- a top two, especially. Yeah. Especially considering all the work and organization she seemed to put into it. Who are you really worried about? 
If I had to go through each team and pick for me the the low the weakest team for me was Team Legrandam. Right. They were they were they were the weakest team. They were they were and, the weakest team. It's less to do with individual performances and more to do with lack of cohesion, isn't it? Well, Legrand Dam's perf- yeah, perf- Legrand, yeah. It was, it was less impactful yeah. than the others. I would agree. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Legrand Dam. It depends if they get Keita's humor. They might put Keita there too. Keita's zany. She's off the wall. She's expressive. She's very physical, um, and I'm not sure if they'll get it. Okay. Uh, and I just think Gothi will be safe because she was in the strongest group. She should be safe. Yeah. She should be. So the top two. It has been announced. The top two mm. is Tia Coffee, congratulations, yes. and Scarlet Envy. And I'm not mad, but I am mad that they're not judged in teams because it yeah. just always feels like someone's being saved. Always depends on the show's agenda. It was really nice to see Gothy Kendall high and getting some praise. Girl. Bless her. I wanted to soak up these wins, you know, mm-hmm. and just come out with more confidence. Totally. This is the feedback that they're giving her. Be a bitch. Yeah. Be, be a drag queen. <laughs> Bloody be that bouncer at the beer bouncer I'm ha- I'm happy. at the door that kicks out straight men, <laughs> straight rowdy men that, that even they even they're afraid of. I want you to be this titanium force. <laughs> I want to see strength, Mama. I want her to retain that that adorable gothiness, though. But um, our bottom girls. I mean, the, in the bottom two, and possibly going home, we have Keita Minaj and um, Jamba's blonde. Yeah. Um, and the girl who was kind of like. Uh, low but spared was Le Grand Dame. Yes. Yes. So um, Le Grand Dame goes to the back of the stage. And we were wondering really if it could set up a kind of Scarlet sending Le Grand Dame home thing. It was, it was sort of threatened at the beginning. The show, I'm, the show does not want to lose Le Grand Dame. No, I'm surprised Le Grand, Le Grand wasn't in the bottom. I am e- surprised. Even she, I mean, she, she's a cool chick. She was acknowledging the problems in her performance. Um, but anyway, so we have Ke- we could be losing. Well, no, we're going to lose either Jambas or Keita um, this this evening. Unfortunately, I can't say I dis- I disagree with the bottom two. I, I think that you know mm. performance wise, they didn't shine as well as everyone else. Yeah, and respectively, yeah. they did good. You know, they had great moments, they had mm-hmm. great parts. But you know, looking at the other groups, I think. Maybe they um they are in the right place and being the bottom. Yeah, yeah. But do you think that Scarlett's actually gonna walk the walk the walk walk the talk? Because Morgan McMichael said that she would send the strongest home. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she never got the opportunity <laughs> to Morgan do so on, on you know <laughs> she like and she was in all of two episodes. Yes, um you know because she went home first and then she came back and then went straight back home again. Um. Remains to be seen, remains to be seen. We're going to find out in... Well, I don't know. We'll talk about lip sync in a sec. Um, but yeah, if I was placing money, I think um, I think Tia would keep Jombas. I think she's got loyalty to her UK sisters. I think Scarlett... I don't know. I don't know if she's all talk here. But the, the biggest threat yeah. would be based on track record, not on overall... Yeah. You know, um, but would be Keita. Keita's yeah. got the stronger track record. Keita, the person that should be going home should be Jombas if they're going by track record. Yeah. But it's UK versus the world. You know, you don't go to the Olympics and then send someone else home from another country, even if your own team did bad. I just yeah. feel like it's, you know, you can say, oh, you know what? 
John Burr's girl, you were the weakest, but I'm going to save you because we're in the same team. I would, you know, and, but then it put a target on your back for everyone else. And they are outnumbered. If I were Scala, I would be, instead of sending home the strongest, I would be allying myself with the international girls at Ab- this point. That's what I think they should um, do. As a strong competitor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, question. Because Scarlet, Scarlet's the only U- US girl there, so mm. she needs an alliance. And the alliance will come from the other international girls who are trying to stop UK from winning. Question. If Tell you, me how if, you feel about me, <laughs> about my own numbers and about my own. If you're essentially in Tia's position, if you're a UK girl with one of your sisters in the bottom who has the worst track record, well, not the worst track record, but a worse track record than the other international girl, would you be protecting your UK sister or would you be making mm. a choice based on track record? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go against what I just said what I would do and I would say I'll send Jombas home. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> because then, then there's more international girls than there are UK girls. Mm. And I'm doing the math. I'd be like, no, there's more of a chance of them winning and sending someone home. And if I send someone home out of favoritism, they're going to send me home. And mm-hmm. I want to last the distance. I would make the decision, I think, and I would also announce this to everybody that, that my rationale would be to send home who I think is doing the least good job each week. Mm. Great. And I would make sure everybody knew that. The lip sync was for a Competra song. Yeah. And I I mean, I think Scarlet won. Scarlet was great. Scarlet, Scarlet was a, a more confident mover. And like sometimes when you're watching someone perform, you can see them thinking about their next move mm-hmm. in their head. Or sometimes you, you see them draw a blank and they're thinking, what should I do next? And I saw bits, just bits of that in Tia. I do wish that they gave Tia more screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, but going to the back of the room and performing, do it for three seconds and then get your ass back to the front. Right. You have more pressure you have more power the closer you are to your audience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so being in the back there and also you're dressed in white the sets white the background the backdrops white tia no 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 yeah i get it scarlet's a good lip syncer um she is yeah i mean the last time we saw her do this on tv was all star sex in the um the game within a game and she was good in that. So that Cher song, wasn't she? She also did a good job against Raja in that gold where she brought the scissors out and cut the mm. outfit. And she was also part of one of the, I think, one of the most iconic <laughs> lip syncs no, in Drag Race don't history. And when, every, when there was, what, eight people in the bottom that waiting 24 for 24 people were in the bottom. That oh, that was a beautiful mess. I love, I, that is one of the best lip syncs ever. She was part of it. I couldn't tell you what Scarlett did because all I can picture is poor Honey Davenport crawling and all all fours at the front of the stage. Well, Tia um, did that. Like Tia took Tia. Tia walked. And I love you, Tia. Okay. You, first of all, you're high. Congratulations. We love you. Yeah. You did amazing. There was a movie she was doing the kind of like crawl forward. Mm-hmm, and I just thought mm-hmm. she looked like that girl that crawls out of the TV. The ring. The ring. I, she just looked like that girl from the ring crawling. The and I was like, get, get up, get up, Tia. Do something else. Do something else, girl. Her outfit was beautiful. And I do think she's grown in confidence as a performer, but I would definitely give this to Scarlett as the winner. Agreed. Scarlett won and she sends home Jombas. Bit of an about turn for Scarlett. She did not deliver on her stated Morgan McMichael's mission statement, but I respect the decision she made. Absolutely. Love Jombas to bits. 
you know, her leaving the competition is a loss because she's a little ray of sunshine. But the girl with the strongest track record here has has been kept. And I feel that's appropriate. That, you know, in the words of, um, is it Kamora? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, 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 it's not. In the words of, who is the Cupbrecht? Who's that one? Canada. Um, drag daughter, Miss... Um, the one of the ISIS Kimi Couture. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> it's like that God, game. I to write you know so you can get those cards. You put it on your head and you're not allowed to say certain words, but you're supposed to describe somebody. Yeah. I f- sometimes I feel like I'm talking to Lassie or something. Tom, when you're... I think me and you would do so good in charades. Yeah. I think it's, it's in the team. I think It I'll... happens weekly when you give vague descriptions of an obscure international and the, queen. And it's good because sometimes <laughs> we'll be talking about something and then... I, and then I don't know, maybe I all of a sudden ask you a question that's mm-hmm. just completely unrelated to a different topic. And then you're always like, what are you on about now? <laughs> where where have we jumped to? What, what's going on here? It is sad to see Jombas go because, I mean, I'm just thinking about all the fashion we're going to lose. She was doing a fab job on the runway this season, but she'll post them on Instagram, but it would have been lovely to see it on the runway. We've got the Snatch Game next week. It feels early in the season, but we've got an eight queen snatch game, which is good. It's a good number for a snatch game. I'm loving it. Um, I'm loving the queens. I, I really yes. am. So far, it's going great. Mm-hmm. UK are doing well. Um, Scarlett, I'm happy with the decision that you made. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not going to put a target on your back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah? So, like, Grand Dame's not going to vert you off as soon as she can. Now. Yes. Cool. Maybe it was that little talking to she gave her at the beginning. Well, when she when she bullied her into submission. When oh, she, she reeks of insecurity, no? <laughs> Listen here, dwarf. <laughs> as, I, as I stand above you like listen here you tiny person she is this reeks just, of insecurity yeah. oh my god i'm so offensive i sound like an That's a lower, lower character thank you <laughs> oh, all right make sure, you, make sure you follow us on instagram um interact with us do whatever you like write a review mm. why not go on and do it if you like us yes don't if you don't like us. then like us then just <laughs> forever just hold find, your peace <laughs> find a way to okay make it work don't bore nina don't bore nina all right let's follow we'll see you guys next week Lots of love, guys. See you soon.